Good evening. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. We have one announcement uh, this weekend, but the details of all and any announcements I might make are always in the bulletin and posted online. Today, our second collection is actually for the Diocesan Seminary of Musaka, Uganda. And Father Peter will tell us more about that too during the homily. Assisting us today, our lectors are Mary Pakutinskis and Joe Kolya. Our altar server is Paul Kofta. I am your canner, Rita Porterfield. Our organist today is Bill Brinzer. And our celebrants today are Father Joe Keenan and Father Peter. And if you would all now stand as you are able for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, The Church's One Foundation, number 742. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, as we gather this afternoon to celebrate these great and sacred mysteries of our faith, we are mindful of the Church's one foundation uh, spread throughout the entire world. And this afternoon, this evening, and tomorrow, Father Peter is going to be addressing our parish uh, on behalf of the diocesan seminary from his diocese in Uganda. And I'm kind of interested in watching the little strip that he has for us because, uh, you know, we here in the United States are 
crying for vocations. These guys, they're exploding with vocations. So go figure, the Holy Spirit's at work one way or the other, huh? So uh, let us uh, be mindful that we are all one body, uh, one church. And so uh, we prepare for our celebration today. We are mindful of our sins, but we call to mind also uh, the love and mercy of the Lord's compassion. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, and the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Show favor to your servants, O Lord, and mercifully increase the gift of your grace that, made fervent in hope, faith, and charity, they may be ever watchful in keeping your commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. There is no God besides you who have the care of all that you need show you have not unjustly condemned. For you might, your might is the source of justice. Your mastery over all things makes you lenient to all. For you show your might when the perfection of your power is disbelieved. And in those who know you, you rebuke temerity. But though you are master of might, you judge with clemency. And with much lenience, you govern us. For power, whenever you will, attends you. And you taught your people by these deeds that those who are just must be kind. And you gave your children good ground for hope that you will, pre you will permit repentance of their sins. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please join us in singing our responsorial psalm. It's located in the inside back cover of your hymnal.
Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer, and attend to my voice in supplication. Lord, you are good and forgiving. All the nations you have made shall come. They will bow down before you, O Lord, and glorify your name. For you are great and do marvelous deeds. You alone are God. Lord, you are good and forgiving. But you, O oh God, are compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, O oh Lord, abundant in mercy and fidelity. Turn and take pity on me. Oh, give your strength to your servant. Lord, you are good and forgiving. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, the Spirit comes to the aid of our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groanings, and the one who searches hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit, because he intercedes for the holy ones according to God's will. The Word of the Lord. The Lord be with you, with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to your Lord. Jesus proposed another parable to the crowd, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field. While everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat and then went off. When the crop grew and bore fruit, 
the weeds appeared as well. The slaves of the householder came to him and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where have the weeds come from? He answered, The enemy has done this. His slaves said to him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? He replied, No, if you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then at harvest time, I will say to the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my burn. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Dear brothers and sisters, welcome to the celebration of this 16th Sunday in ordinary time. I am very grateful to the mission office of this, our Diocese of Pittsburgh for giving me this opportunity to speak to us about my home diocese of Massacre in Uganda and specifically about my home diocesan seminary called Holy Family Seminary located in the village of Bukalasa, a few miles northwest of Masaka City. The short movie that I'll be showing you is about that seminary and the needs of that seminary. As the movie plays, you will see the needs of the seminary roaring past. Roaring and roaring and roaring. I identified five needs that I wanted to share with you, dear brothers and sisters. But of course, as you know, a seminary is a school. And there are so many other needs that uh, you can imagine that are not included in this movie. The movie is intended to give us a visual picture of what is happening down there. This movie was taken about two months ago. The videos of this movie were taken about two months ago and sent to me. I edited them and then created out of those short videos this movie that we will be watching. But before we talk about the seminary, dear brothers and sisters, let me briefly say a word about the gospel message today. The message that we just read from the gospel is about an enemy coming at night when everyone was asleep and sowing weed among the good seed, among the field of wheat. And then the gospel said, and he went off. Terms that are used to describe the evil one, Satan, the enemy, the spiritual enemy, are cunning, 
He's cunning. He's clever. He's shrewd. He's sneaky. He's, of course, evil and dangerous. All these terms are used to describe what the spiritual enemy might look like. In the context of the gospel message of today, he sneaks into the field at night, of course, to avoid detection. When everyone else is asleep, he sneaks into the wheat field, which had just been planted. When he sneaks in, he sows bad seed in the entire field. But the kind of weed that he sows is not so easy to detect from the wheat. It somewhat looks like the wheat. So when the wheat grows, germinates and grows, and the wheat germinates and grows, and the weed germinates and grows, both weed and wheat somewhat look alike. So it's not easy for the field workers to detect that something has gone wrong immediately. But after some time, the field workers begin to see something different. The wheat is beginning to distinguish itself from the weed. And so they go to the master and say, hey, did you not plant good seed in this field? Where did all this bad seed, this weed, come from? Oh, an enemy did this, said the master. So, do you want us to go? Put it up? Ah, no, no, don't. Please don't. Because if you do it now, while you are trying to uproot the weed, you might as well uproot the wheat. So let both of them grow until harvest time. Then at harvest time, we will separate the wheat from the weed. In other words, the evil one, because of his cunningness, because of his sneakiness, because of his evilness, because of his intention to destroy makes the whole farming experience complicated. He complicates everything. So the workers have first to detect that there is something wrong in this field. And then they have to think about weeding. And it's not just simple weeding. It's weeding with extreme care because the weeds somewhat look like the wheat. Very complicated kind of weeding that's needed. And when the master says, oh, because of that, don't, don't weed, don't weed. Let both grow and at harvest time, then we will separate. That means at harvest time, there will be extra caution taken to make sure that the wheat is not mixed with 
the weed, even at that very last moment of harvesting, to separate the two. So the whole farming experience is becoming so complicated because of the cunningness of the evil one. The message I wanted to share with us, dear brothers and sisters, today is that in the context of my home diocese and seminary that I briefly talked about, it seems to me that the evil one, the spiritual evil one, is trying to complicate the training of priests, the training of future priests, so that the needs of the seminary become so overwhelming to the diocese and to the staff at the seminary that they begin to give up. But we want this evening to outsmart the evil one. I invite you, dear brothers, to join me to outsmart this evil strategy of the spiritual enemy. Let's not allow him to make the whole process of training future priests so complicated that we, we are tempted to give up. No. Let's say we see your tricks. We see your treachery. You see, we see your cleverness. We see your cunningness. And we are willing to engage you and to fight you and to win. That's why, dear brothers and sisters, I am standing here before you making an appeal for this seminary. The needs that I mentioned uh, in the movie are brief, but you can, I believe, expand that list according to your own knowledge of how seminaries and of course other institutions of that nature run. But allow me briefly to mention these needs so that when you see them in the movie, you will easily identify them. The first need is about food security. The seminary has a lot of land, but she doesn't have enough equipment, good equipment to work that land. So she needs good equipment to work the land to produce enough food. She needs a tractor. Now a tractor is a big thing. You might say, ooh, that's overwhelming, and that's what the enemy wants you to think. Don't allow him to trick you. Yes, a, tra a tractor is a big thing and overwhelming when you think about it as an individual person purchasing a tractor. But when you think of a tractor being purchased by all of us here at this beautiful parish, it's not really a big thing. And whatever collection we will make here will be put together with another collection that will be made by another parish that I will be speaking to in about two weeks' time from now. So it's not just you as a single individual to think about purchasing a tractor. It's us in our collective capacity, our collective uh, faith, our collective willingness to help. So good equipment for working the land, in order to produce enough food. The second need 
is about power, electricity, water. Of course, the seminary has electricity that she buys from our government, but that electricity is not reliable. It keeps on and off all the time. So the seminary is now running a solar installation program, solar power installation program, in order to supplement the little electricity that she buys from the government. But all of this requires your help. Likewise, the third need I mentioned is water. The seminary has this small, very old water system that was installed by the missionaries many, many years ago, I even don't know when, but it's very small. And because of its age, that system keeps breaking down now and again. And because the seminar is keeping, the seminar keeps growing, even if two are not failing, it's small. It's now too small for the size of the seminary. The seminar needs a bigger system, an upgrading of that small system in order to provide enough water. But also she needs to harvest water from the different roofs that she has in order to have enough water for the needs of the seminary. Finally, dear brothers and sisters, uh, a school is a school. Textbooks are needed, computers are needed, music equipment is needed, sports equipment is needed, but dear brothers and sisters, I underlined one need concerning the music equipment that the seminary choir needs a good keyboard, both for church and for other choir activities. That's what they told me last week, that that's, that that's one of the key needs that they have currently, in addition to all the others. So, dear brothers and sisters, thanks for listening to me, and I wish every one of us a good watching of the movie. The rest that I have not spoken, the movie will speak for itself. Let's watch.
thank you, dear brothers and sisters, for watching, and thanks for your generosity. In a special way, I thank Megan, this young lady here, Megan Coder, for helping me with the pictures. Thanks, Megan. Appreciate it. Father, again, thank you uh, for your presentation. And uh, uh, in spite of the needs, uh, I couldn't help but feel a sense of rhythm of, of hope and joy in the music that accompanied the, the presentation, the, 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 the faith that kind of under, undergirds that. It's so good. One thing I thought about when you said, uh, when you were describing the challenge of the, of the seminary, and really, as you indicated, the bottom line challenge is, is the evil one. You're, you're absolutely right. And you know, I was thinking some almost 40 years ago when I entered the seminary, a very wise sister of St. Joseph said to me, Joe, I pray that you will have a good experience of the seminary but I just want to alert you, Satan is waiting at the door, ready to welcome you. I look back now and she was, she was kind of right. <laughs> Good, thanks Father. So you're heading up to the Mount and uh, again, our second collection today will be for uh, the, the, uh, the seminary. Now, somebody asked me the other day about an envelope, but there was no envelope in your packets. So uh, this is uh, specifically sponsored through the Diocese of Pittsburgh. And so uh, uh, whatever you can avail yourself today, fine. If not, you know, I think we can continue into next week. So, and that goes to the Diocese Mission Office and they in turn will forward everything to the, the seminary in Masaka. Well, let us profess now the Catholic faith that brings us together this night. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, inconsubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made, and for us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit, incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come, amen. We offer to our loving and gracious God these particular needs, hopes, and desperations that we bring this day in our prayer of intercessions. Please respond, hear us, O Lord. For the church, the creative collaboration among clergy, religious, and laity may flourish, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. 
for a renewed sharing and appreciation between generations that our common faith may lead to mutual care and increased understanding. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all who farm and work close to the earth, that they find conditions ripe for safe and abundant growing and harvest. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We go forth for the grace to meet conflict with a heart open to reconciliation, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Joan McMahon and Mary Ann Waleko, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember today all parishioners and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. Calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary, full, full grace, grace, the Lord, Lord is with thee. With thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Please join us in singing our song for the presentation of the gifts, Rain Down, number 582.
pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who in the one perfect sacrifice brought to completion bearing offerings of the law, accept, we pray, this sacrifice from your faithful servants and make it holy as you blessed the gifts of Abel so that what each has offered in the honor of your majesty may benefit the salvation of all through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. <clears throat> it is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks through Christ our Lord. His death we celebrate in love. His resurrection we confess with living faith. His coming again in glory we await with unwavering hope. And so with all the angels and saints we praise you as without end we acclaim. <clears throat> holy, 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 God, God of hosts, <laughs> heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna. fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread. Giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it for this is the chalice of my blood blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death. 
therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. And bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, William, William and Mark, his assisting bishops, and all the clergy. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, in particular, beloved members of our own families and those of our parish community. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Mary, Queen of Peace, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, Oh, glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the kingdom of Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. May we offer to one another a sign of Christ's peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. The Prayer for Spiritual Communion Lord Jesus, through baptism we are one in you and in each other. We believe you are present in the Blessed Sacrament, the Word, and the Christian community. We believe that the power of your love has no limits. For those who cannot physically be here with us, we humbly ask you, through the power of your most Holy Spirit, that in this act of sacred communion, we are all made stronger in our love for you and one another. Wherever we are, we are your church, yearning through your grace to be witnesses of your kingdom in our thoughts, words, and deeds. Amen. Please join us in singing our communion hymn, Sacred Silence, again found on the inside back cover of your hymnals.
Let us pray. <clears throat> Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those who have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Mass is ended. We go in peace. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. <clears throat> be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. <clears throat> Do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, with the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Please join us in singing our closing hymn, number 616, Praise to the Lord the Almighty, number 616. by his gracious order.